Praise the Lord, my Lord, the mightiest, mightiest prophets of the Lord. Well, uh, blessed people, uh, uh, Senior Pastor Kennedy and Ransom, now this is a very, very powerful time. Now is when now the nation, this nation of Kenya is beginning to come to terms and beginning to realize the enormous and humongous visitation that uh, has just taken place three days ago at Yair Kilimani. And uh, if you follow the chronology of uh, the visitation that has taken place just three days ago at Yair Kilimani at the mega conference, first of all, it's a stun, it's a wonder also that that conference was convened within days, just a few days, probably we are talking three days or so, and then it was convened. Two to three days, that conference was convened. And uh, the, the Lord is now come out in a very strong way to draw the attention of the earth and the church to the events that accrued, that transpired at Yaya Kilimani, the mega, mega conference where lots of bishops, lots of pastors, the clergy, evangelists from different denominations, different churches, and uh, a lot of sheep and people from this church are those who, are, who have hearkened their ears to the voice of the Lord. So only now you're beginning to understand why the two prophets of the Lord came before. Before the meeting, they came and spoke to you about what will transpire at Yaya Kilimani, at the mega conference that took place at Yaya Kilimani. And you see that the Lord is speaking in very, very clear terms he is now speaking very, very clearly to the church on certain very important pertinent issues regarding preparedness and the coming of Messiah. And the message the Lord spoke from there was absolutely very, very important message on cleaning up this abuse of the grace, dishonoring Christ and the work he did on the cross. This business of saying one is born again, one is believer, and yet they're in perpetual sin. Sexual sin is is high within the list of the ranking of the sins that have uh, robbed the church of her authority. And then the deception, lies, love of money, perversion, immorality, nudity, and all that. The, the, the whole cascade and spectrum, the array of sin that the church has committed and the church has been involved in. And you see very clearly in the book of Matthew, uh, the book of Matthew, the book of Luke, they, they are important landmarks and warnings that the Lord placed in those scriptures that would enlighten the generation, especially this generation, about the glorious coming of the Messiah. But even most importantly now is that the message spoken at Yaya Kilimani, no sooner had the two prophets of the Lord began to speak, then the Lord confirmed. The Lord confirmed and said, yes, it is true that the Messiah is coming. And yes, it is true that there is the abuse of the grace and they are going to hell. If they do not repent and correct their understanding of the grace, and begin to embrace holiness without which nobody sees the Lord. And so this is a very powerful time when the Lord is now finally speaking to man 
in a manner never ever before speaking to humanity like never before and you see the cloud of god coming down you see the two prophets ministering but these are things that I've seen earlier that's why I came to you earlier the two prophets of Yahweh you see them ministering i had seen them ministering at that meeting and ministering one walking this way one coming this way and then sometimes walking together in the same direction and there's so much that is still concealed in that uh, visitation and only what he allowed you to see then now you can see what he allowed it to record you can record but it's tremendous it's a very very shocking time uh if there's a moment at which now the coming of the messiah is becoming a vivid reality in the hearts of the people that the messiah is near this is it this is the hour this is that moment when the coming of the messiah now cannot be wished away when finally it will be proven that surely these were his messengers now he has come out to affirm the glory comes from heaven settles on their head the cloud raises them in every meeting in every meeting the sun claps these are just very monumental events historic that had never happened before and the bible spoke about they are coming the bible spoke about the latter glory did little did people know mankind and the church did not know that that latter visitation latter glory would be strictly confined to the two mega prophets of the book of revelation chapter 11 the ones that come to prepare the church the authority they would behold they would wield to affirm to confirm to the nations that this is they and when he said they would go all over the world they would prepare the ends of the earth for the coming of the messiah then this is the moment now when they prepare the nation even before they engage into the bigger mission after the church is taken but you can see for sure that the lord has confounded human wisdom he has rubbished human theology he has brought to fatality human theories and philosophies that had been had been driving the church the transaction in the church now the lord is exerting his sovereignty is making his sovereignty a reality now in the house of the lord that he can do as he want any time and all the time and especially when the messiah is about to come and the final meltdown is about to take place and so now the sun clapping is adding into the cascade the two prophets walking at yakilimani the sun clapping there and like you have heard when the two prophets every time the two prophets show up and you are able to see them then you know that that is the visitation of the godhead himself that is the visitation of the godhead himself because that is now the expression of the events that are dictated events that can only be dictated by his divinity the divinity of god the father himself and you know that the two are walking under the direct command of god the father now the book of luke luke chapter 21 verse 25 really speaks about the moment speaks so much about even what you are seeing now when the sun is clapping and it's so amazing because at the time when i was announcing the two prophets of the lord were announcing 
that the Messiah is coming, the coming of the Messiah, then you see that that is the exact hour when the sun claps to confirm what they have said. What a mighty way to talk to this generation. What a dreadful way also in which the Lord is engaging this generation. I'm reading the book of Luke, chapter 21, verse 25. It says, there will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. So you see all these, the oceans and all that, the prophecies are given before the earthquakes and the oceans, the armies, the, 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 the hurricanes, and name it. And then now the sun, the stars, blood moon I've talked about, and then the sun now. These things were spoken about, blessed people, how the Lord at this time would be able to speak to nations, how he would speak to you. And if you turn to the book of Acts, you turn, blessed people, the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 19. The book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 19, it says, I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapors of smoke and all that. So, so you see, it ties in now. The Lord is speaking very clearly to the nations of the earth. Then the Lord is saying, this is the hour at which now these wonders must take place. These tremendous signs and confirming the messengers that he has sent with all this amount of power. And he's speaking about their power. Because I'm going to come back to you and refocus on the prophecy I gave before the meeting at Yaya Kilimani. The book of Acts chapter 1, after reading chapter 2 verse 19, now I'm reading Acts chapter 1 verse 7, he says, and he said to them, it is not for you to know the time or the season which the Father has put in his own power. So you see that now. He's talking about the coming of the Messiah and the end of the age through these events like the sun and so forth. But he's saying you cannot, the hour is not known. And it's such amazing because the signs are here. So the signs are the hymns. If anything the church was expected to lay hold on, it is the sign. If you look at Acts chapter 2, verse 21, it says, And it shall, and it shall come to pass, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So you see now, that presents a very powerful anchor for you, the Christian. That when you see this sign, first of all, even to see the two prophets of the Lord ministering here, you have seen two prophets that look exactly alike, one slightly taller than the other, ministering together, and one is always in the background. Sometimes they appear as three, sometimes they are the hosts of six, the six hosts of heaven, and, and there's more within uh, the conversation with God the Father that I don't share. But even to see what you have seen until now is a wonder. This is a tremendous wonder that should alarm you. The nation should be alarmed that they are seeing this. And then on top of that, as a sign that they would come, the Bible promised the two witnesses would come. There is no other way in which they would come except in this most astounding way that would confound men 
that when all look at them, they realize, oh, this is it now. This must now be it. Because this is beyond the end of the realm. This is beyond this realm. And so in the book of Acts chapter 2, verse 21, it says, your alarm, your being alarmed should now draw you. And it says, and it shall come to pass that whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So it should draw you to salvation because you should see and realize that surely the messengers are now walking the earth. The signs and the wonders spoken are now being fulfilled. Any meeting they walk into, that should alarm you. The sun contains 1.95 million earths. I mean, that is the size, if you compare the sizes. 1.95 million earths, that's the equivalent of the mass of the quantity of the sun. The biggest object in the solar system. In fact, in the universe too, it is the suns that are larger. And you see, I came live on air. I came live on air, I think it was a day or so, to the meeting at Yaya Kilimani, when the Lord spoke with me about the visitation of the cloud and also of the glory that would come, the white glory that would come. And in that conversation, the Lord lifts me up above the earth. So I was on the right-hand side of the sun, if you are looking at the sun from below here. I was on the right-hand side of the sun, but same level, same level with the sun, same level in terms of altitude. And so I could see directly into the sun. I could see, the, I saw myself, I see the two prophets inside the sun together with the Lord. Remember that prophecy. Go back to that prophecy. So you may understand the clapping of the sun. There's so much concealed about this clapping of the sun that has happened at Yaya Kilimani just three days ago. Can you imagine? We have talked about red hot. This is hot from heaven. Hmm? Just three days ago. But the prophecy before that, you see, again, it lifts me up to the same altitude of the sun, and I could see the sun horizontal straight like the same level and i see the two props of the lord looking exactly alike and one is slightly taller though as you always know with a slightly different complexion but slightly taller and then the third was the lord the lord was inside with them and i came before you and i said i see i have seen i see the two prophets and i see they are standing in the sun with the lord and then i made inference what the Lord spoke when the guests were here before they left. When I said that night, when I was coming to meet the guests at the head office here after an Akul Menengai conference, and then the Lord spoke and said, these are the same two angels, the dreadful angels that come back later after the millennium and destroy the earth totally. But keeping ourselves within this realm and context before the coming of the Messiah, you see very clearly now that the Lord has, has rubbish the false prophets. He has brought them to fatality. He has destroyed and rubbished the human theology or theological colleges where they taught their prophets and what have you. They taught their theology and they thought they knew the word of the law. He has rubbished them. And now the owner of the word himself is now speaking in very monumental astronomical terms with the bride of Christ, surpassing the human realm. He has rubbished them and he's now executing the fulfillment of the scripture, the fulfillment of prophecies like Luke 21. And he's speaking to the church in a very, very awesome way, blessed people. And so the Lord is speaking, the Lord is raising this very important hour to the church. 
is raising that, look, these are the signs that bespoke, I said, would speak about the coming of the Messiah. This, when you see these things, you would know the Messiah is coming. And like now in the book of Luke, I read, it says, when you see these things, then you prepare, the Messiah is coming. And so he's speaking about the, the, the promised end of history, the end of the age. He's talking about the end of the age, and you see the way he relates it with the binding of the fig tree, and unmistakably. Uh, he, he connects it in a very undeniable way to the burden of the fig tree mm. and then the, the summer. Then he, drew, he talks about summer, the summertime. Mm. Mm. So which means the Lord is, is indeed talking about these things at this hour, at the end of history, mm. the coming of the Messiah and the end of history. And now he's speaking using very mighty events, the biggest object in the solar system clapping to be able to reveal these two prophets, the prophets of the book of Revelation, uh, chapter 11. But even most importantly, you should be alarmed, you should be asking yourself, why is it that every meeting they go to, the sun has to clap unto them? When they say something, the sun claps. Nakuru Menengai, it is as though the sun claps throughout. It is the longest clapping I have seen uh, in the history of this family. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord is essentially also talking about the power they have. The power they have. He's talking about the fact that they would have power. If you have time and you are able to go to the book of Revelation, chapter 11, verse 6, not only does he talk about their mission, but you see Revelation 11, 6, he also speaks about their commanding authority. They have such a commanding authority over the heavens above. Commanding authority says, these two witnesses have power to shut the heaven, that it rain not in the days of their prophecy, and their power over water to turn them to blood and to smit the earth with all kinds of plagues as often as they will. So no, that just ties in within verse 3 also. But I'm saying, in terms of the heavenly beings, the heavenly bodies, you see, their power over the heavens. That's why you see the heavens move. At their presence, the sun claps. At their presence, now you see the heavens move. It's a tremendous moment, blessed people. He's using this, the clapping of the sun, wherever they go now. It has been a standard now of the Lord to tell you that they are power of the heavenly bodies. They are power over the heavens above, above the earth. And that is unmistakable uh, moment, uh, that is truth that the Lord is laying before this generation. Mm-hmm. These have power to shut the heavens, that it rain not. Mm-hmm. He's talking about events that happen after the rapture, but you can see the rolling out, the introduction the Lord is making about them. He's introducing them in a very shocking manner in an unmistakable way, in a very unmistakable way, in a very undeniable way, in a very incontrovertible way, in a way that you cannot, even a fool can see. That you may be able to listen to them and prepare the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah, blessed people. What an awesome time in the church. What a mighty moment in the house of the Lord. He says, they have power to shut the heavens. 
even concerning rain, and now the heavenly bodies, the neutral stars. There is so much information there. And the sun is always involved. The sun is always involved. That should alarm this generation. But look now, the visitation at Yaya Kilimani. Kenya, how blessed are you then? Because you were at Yaya Kilimani, being baptized under the cloud, being baptized under the glory, the authority that has full command over the sun, the hottest object ever. You know, even the shuttles cannot get three, I think about certain miles away. I don't know, three million miles for the sun, you start melting. This is such a tremendous time in the history of the church. The power they have. That the sun, the biggest object in the solar system, has to obey them. Has to respond. Their command, their presence alone, the command they have over the sun. Is there any other generation to which the Lord has spoken so clearly than this one? It's an awesome way in which the Lord has spoken to you. And you see that the Bible gave these signs, the heavenly bodies, signs in the sun. And to see the way the sun claps when he announces the coming of the Messiah. At that time, the two are walking together there. The cloud is coming. The two are ministering together there. This should alarm this generation. And look at the message they gave. To clean up this delusion that is in the church in America, in the church in Nigeria, in South Africa, you know, the rest of Africa, Nairobi, Asia, Europe, that you can always keep sinning, that you can always be a sinner all the time and still enter heaven. They came out at Yaya Kilimani to purge that, that misunderstanding, misconception about the grace, that to tell them, please, do not be mistaken about that. For without holiness, nobody will enter heaven. And to bring it to you that the false teachers who are telling you you can do what you want, you have already been justified by the blood once you have faith. You simply need to have faith. But how about when now the Lord in the Bible says that you have to train like an athlete, like an athlete who is training, and you have to run the race to win the first prize. And he says there are other prizes, but you have to win. Isn't that the personal effort the Lord says you must use to defend the glorious blood of Jesus? The glorious coveted salvation of the cross and the blood. So you have to be athletic. You have to make every effort, he says, to be in peace with all men. And every effort to be holy. For without holiness you will not see the Lord. When the Bible says in the book of Revelation that for those who overcome, those that shall overcome, eh, Jesus himself said, I have fought the good way. Uh, rather, Jesus himself said, I have overcome the world. Meaning he fought the world and conquered the world. And he says, for those two who will overcome, meaning you are empowered by the salvation and the Holy Spirit to fight. And I said, even the manna which symbolized the bread of life that was coming, you have to make a personal effort to wake up in the morning, to walk away, to go collect it, bring it and eat it, to change you, to nourish you, to energize you, to strengthen you, to make you live. Same here. 
But I just wanted to bring this authority to you, that they have authority, a commanding authority over the heavenly. That is what you see in Revelation chapter 11. The Lord is simply speaking to you people in this concealed way. He's telling you, look how much command and authority they have over the sun. If they can have authority over the sun, the largest object in the solar system above here, how much more over everything else, other planets? The stars, neutron stars. So the Lord is speaking about the dispensation to come, but he's identifying them. He said, look how dreadful they are, how terrible they are. So listen to them. They are the beholders of the key, the golden key of heaven. They can shut heaven or open heaven over somebody, over a nation, over a community. It does not matter. That authority has been handed them now with full authority and full approval of the Father. That's why you see the Father himself coming and descending on them and dreadfully walking with them at Menengai 3 in a very shocking manner, revisiting their meeting. They are the tremendous, most dreadful prophets of the throne of God. That's where they reside. But they have come now to serve Christ. They have come to prepare for the King, the Messiah, the King is coming. Hamelech. It's amazing, blessed people, that you've reached here. These are apocalyptic events. These are very timely events meant to acquaint you with the times, that you may become acquainted with the times. It gives you some perspective, blessed people, about the times we are in. So you can imagine. How the Lord is speaking to this generation. The Messiah is coming. It is amazing. And blessed are those that were at Yaya Kilimani. Now you can see. You can see what a blessing it was to be at Yaya Kilimani. And that's why these two, whenever they summon a meeting, do whatsoever it takes to make sure you are in that meeting. I think I saw somebody all the way from, uh, from, uh, from, uh, from, uh, from Austria in that meeting. I saw another from the U.S. I don't know that they're here or there. They just arrived. The Messiah is coming. The Lord is now revealing the authority and the power. Remember, they have not yet unleashed the authority and the power that God has given them for the other mission after the church is taken. If they did unleash that now, it would devastate the church. So for now, they have to safeguard the church to entry, to give a safe exit from this world theater. There will be a tremendous, unbelievable campaign that takes place after the church is taken. But you can imagine if that war will involve authority and power to shake the sun, to command the sun, then for sure you don't want to be here beyond the rapture. Blessed people, the Messiah is coming. We can continue this conversation on and on all the way in the future. Prepare and be righteous. He says, those that will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. That is what he meant. When the signs are like this, you have to call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. The Messiah is coming, blessed people. Tudar shalom. Tudar abah.